Welcome to Frankly Speaking Podcast, the Breakfast Bar Series. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Frankly Speaking Podcast. I'm your host, Frank G, and this will be the Breakfast Bar Series. So in the Breakfast Bar Series is where I have a conversation and I sit down at my breakfast bar with a special guest and we chop it up. Unadulterated, unscripted conversations about whatever the topics that come out just in the flow of conversation. So, you know, because I like to capture the raw emotion, the real opinion, thoughts, and feelings of my guests. And I don't want to kind of lead the questions too much because I want them, I want you all to be able to feel that genuineness when they're speaking. So, uh, tonight's guest is Brandon Hamilton. Some of you uh, that listen may know this gentleman. Uh, We've been friends for years now. uh, And one of the things that me and Brandon was always able to do has been have deep conversations and conversations that really challenge both of us to really pay attention to what we actually think and feel, you see. And I think that's very important with uh, friendship and especially in today's society. You know, a lot of times you have friends and they just, you know, agree with everything you say or, you know, they don't really challenge you to look at a perspective in a different way, you see. And that can be very detrimental but one thing I can say that has not been the case with my guests tonight and without further ado let's go ahead and jump right into the conversation see you on the end welcome to the breakfast bar we got another great guest for you today and uh this gentleman here has been a good friend of mine for some time and uh we go way back you know he has a another impressive resume just as last breakfast bar we had greg fuller on with a impressive resume and uh we all have some some words for you tonight so without further ado i'm gonna introduce my guest tonight brandon hamilton and uh brandon Tell the people who you are. What's going on? What's going on, world? Uh, thanks for having me, too, Frank. Appreciate everything. Um, so, you know, first off, uh, born and raised Wilmington. Uh, I'm actually an educator myself, mentor. Been working with the youth for, uh, man, anywhere between eight and nine years now, at-risk youth. Um, and I'm actually, you know, still contracted to 
uh, middle school kids at the moment. So that's where my passion is. That's where my passion will stay. So uh, mm. it's just a quick, rough background about myself. And uh, recently, uh, Brandon started his own podcast journey. And tell the people what your podcast is about and the name of the podcast, where they can find it. So my podcast, Off the Record Podcast, uh, you can actually uh, find it on Spotify. First episode I was able to do. Um, so this this is a podcast surrounded by um, it's the social culture uh, podcast, basically surrounding just the everyday topics that most people talk about that they you know they want to debate about um, your te- your everyday TED talks, um, you know wellness, mental health things like that. And just you know, just just things that 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 keep us on that most people want to talk about yeah, that are yeah. really really afraid to talk about. Mm. That's so, where I come in. Yeah, man, there's so, so many topics out here that you know that can be uh, traversed, so to say. And uh, one of the things that you know always Im- impressed me about you as since the time that you know we've met is just your resilience in life overall. You know, you, you, we all that. been through, you know, ups and downs and things like that, whether it's just, you know, personal relationships, whether it's internal struggles. And uh, one thing I would say, like, how do you keep bouncing back from the things that you've gone through in your own life? You know, I got to be honest. That's a that's a very good question. Um, I think. The, the way I've been able to kind of bounce back from a lot of things that have knocked me down have kept me at rock bottom is just the idea, the ideology that I have a very good support system. Um, and that goes with family and friends such as yourself. And, and you know, that, that really counts. And as, as well as my kids, you know, mm-hmm. I have, there's been so many times where when I, when I really wanted to kind of give up or just be, you know, I just, I'm just tired of myself, you know, right, you wake right. up and I'm just like, you know what, I'm just over it all. And then I get to, I get those calls, you know, I get those FaceTimes mm-hmm. from them two little faces. And a lot of it's just like, man, look, if, if you can't do it for nobody else, nobody else, you got to do it for them because they won't let me give up. Mm-mm. They will not. Shout out to my babies, man. They will not let me give up. Those who know my kids, they not letting they not letting daddy live it down. So um, I just try to stay, stay diligent, stay focused and, mm-hmm. and just know that like this is temporary, man. Yeah, I have to be. Mm-hmm. I have to be. I mean, they they've already deemed me that, you know, I remember my son used to call me Batman and. And that was like his favorite character. And he mm. just thought that I was just that superhero. So that just made me, I don't know, no matter what I go through, I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to get through it. It's, right, I just right. have to keep in mind it's temporary and just keep pushing for them. Because like I said, they won't let me quit. Yeah, and that's what, I mean, honestly, that's what it's really all about. You know, being, you know, fathers out here, you know, unfortunately right now, there's a lot of uh, heat. I, I mean, for the last maybe 30 years or so, there's been a lot of heat yeah. on the men and child rearing. And there seems, especially in, you know, the black community, it seems as if every black father is, you know, not relevant in the child's life. And it's it's quite ridiculous, to be honest. And because the men in my circle uh, all take care of their children. I I don't even know anyone in my circle that's not taking care of their children. Same. So, you know. And let me make a a note that I don't support it either, man. Like, every every guy mm, I know mm, mm. with children, shout out to my guys, man, including you. Like that, we we do what we need to do, man. Like we are completely ignoring that stigma, mm-hmm. completely. You know, we're we're not gonna you know continue to 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 ride that wave of the stereotype that you know these these 
the the men in the black community mm-hmm. are not taking care of their kids. Like, cause I I can't relate. I mean, I don't even, even growing up, you know, just, I've always seen black fathers taking care of their children. So, you know, whether it was my cousins, you know, we all come from, uh, most of my cousins, most of my male cousins, our fathers were either a little, a little loopy or, uh, wasn't around for a period of time. Mm -hmm. And one thing I can say, just what my cousins and including myself is that we're all active above and beyond fathers in our children's lives. So that's, that's, that's one thing that, uh, I appreciate the most. And, you know, it's just one of those things where it leads me into the question. And, you know, we talked about this before, you know, off recording, but now, you know, we can talk about it on recording. You know, how do you feel about, the quote-unquote war on men or masculinity that's going on especially around uh social media and things like that oh man um i feel like it's never ending man and it's and it's it's become it's it's more those things where because we're just such in this digital world and Mm. social media is just taking over so much of everything that we do and not necessarily everything we do but what we um, expose ourselves to. Let mm-hmm. me put it that way: mm-hmm. is what we expose ourselves to. It, it's that's like a, it's like a catch twenty two with that. I mean, I could probably go on for days about that, brother. Like every day, I think I look on social media and I figure out what it is. Like, it's, I feel like I can't as a as a as a man as a black man these days. It's like you really have to understand that there's like a target on your back. And no matter where you walk, no matter where you go, I feel like that target always moves with you because you it's like you outside of being fathers, we're fathers to our kids. But we have to make sure that we address ourselves a certain way. We Mm -hmm. have to make sure that we you know, if we do this too much of this, then it becomes that if we do Mm -hmm. not enough of this, then we become that. It's like we already have to deal with so much of of being black to begin with Mm -hmm. and then trying to keep up with what society deems us to be or what they want us to be mm, to begin mm. with. And I think that there's just, there's so many part moving parts to that question, bro. But I think I just, I, I'm honestly, uh, I'm overwhelmed by it. I'm overwhelmed by it completely. Yeah. And it was, so one of the, uh, the things that I've noticed the most is how we're being, you know, quote unquote judged, as as men and as black men, you know, we're supposed to fit this, you know, particular box or, uh, you know, uh, stereotype, mm-hmm. you know, as black men, we're always supposed to be aggressive and, mm-hmm. and you know, things of that nature. Uh, one thing that for myself, I'm not the most aggressive guy. I don't wear my aggression on my sleeve. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's always one thing or another, you, you, you know, you get thrown in this box where, oh, you, you you this or just because i'm not aggressive i you know people might see you as uh being weaker in a way yeah you know and i've always noticed that on social media that that's always the case so the it begs the question how important going forward from this point so or since the last you know let's say 10 years how important going forward do you think uh social media is going to be in the lives that we're leading as we get older 
you know so because we're 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 the ones our age bracket you know from late 20s to mid 30s we're the ones that's really driving social media absolutely so the question is is it going to continue to be us as we get older are we going to continue to stay on social media because to be honest with you i don't every i don't see a, a stop in it it's like it's, nah, it's constant no nah. so how do you feel you know that's going to shape the way we as you know people or just you know as men are going to behave going forward you know is it going to be something that we can we're going to need to get off of or is you think it's just it's just not going to happen um let me be optimistic. I would, I, ideally, I would like to say that something that we would be able to disconnect from. Mm-hmm. The reality is, I don't believe that it'll be something that'll happen completely. But I think with that is why we need to take the time to be more, uh, quote unquote, and as you used the word aggressive before, it's like we need to be more aggressive of how we conduct the people that are coming up 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 under us. Mm-hmm. Because when we're gone, those will be the people that are carrying on that stigma and stereotype that we talk about so it's like i'm just i guess the 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 point of of where i'm getting to is if we're just more open about the fact that like we have to stop putting ourselves into a certain box or checking Mm -hmm. off a certain Mm -hmm. box when it comes to black men and just be able to look through another perspective lens as opposed to just being one track minded Mm -hmm. And until we're able to openly admit that we need to do that, then I think that social media, it'll never become a situation where it'll ever stop because it's like a, a never ending race. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like like you said, if you do this, we, you know, as, as black men, we're supposed to be aggressive all the time. We can't we can't show emotion. Mm. We show emotion. We look soft. Look you soft. Know, we, we, Absolutely. We, 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 we look weak. You know, I can't I can't cry because, you know, if I if I cry around my girl, if I cry around my people. They gonna look at me as I've, you know, if I have that, if I have less, less testosterone, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. And in, in when in reality, it's a normal exactly. human function. And we know that that's not necessarily the case when it actually happens. So if there's, you know, there's a death in the family that was close to you, you have a breakdown. We know that people are gonna be there to support you. Right. But you know, in terms of what we're talking about, in terms of social media, oh, it, it's it's something that you shouldn't be doing, basically. Right. You know, and. One of the things that, you know, we always chop it up with about uh, relationships and, yeah. you know, we that's one of the that's one of the things that we always, mm-hmm. you know, always since the since the inception of our friendship, we always, you know, busted up about, you know, the nuances of relationships between, you know, the man and the woman. Right. Sure. So. In your experience, how is and we'll just keep it, you know we'll use this topic to segue into another one. Uh, how is, do you feel the social media is affecting relationships currently? Oh man. I, I can't cuss on here. Can I? You can do, go ahead, man. man it's, your, fucking, it's fucking shit up, man. It's <laughs> fucking people up. Man. I mean, it's listen, I'm going to be a hundred with y'all. Social media is knocking y'all niggas out. You feel me? And it ain't even no. It's not even. It's not even close. I would. I would easily say because I've been even guilty of it. That that social media as a whole mm-hmm. has consumed people, couples, individually, and and and, and, mm-hmm. and like I said, mm-hmm. as a couple, it's like it's literally consumed because it's always a, it's a competition. 
between the couples, between, between the couples, the, between mm-hmm. other couples. But I mean, it's it's always how many times I can post my woman mm-hmm. to show her off. How many times I can post my man to show him off. Mm-hmm. Let me show you what I bought my woman. Mm-hmm. Let my woman show you what she bought. You know, it's 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 like there's so much attention with this shit. And then when it becomes too much attention or the unwanted attention, mm-hmm. it could either go left where it's like, hey, okay, good, great, thanks for the compliment, or who's that chick? Mm-hmm. Who's that? Who's that dude? And then it goes left. Yeah. I know people who have deleted their their social media because they got into relationships. Well, hey, I'm a smart thing to do. Hey, you know, no, and and listen to the people who do that. Let me let me uh, apologize because I really thought you were as stupid as motherfuckers alive. To think that you needed to delete your social media because of a significant other. Mm. Until I realized mm. the privacy, yeah. that privacy is peace. I'll say that again. Privacy mm. is peace in this day and age. Absolutely. When you and I were growing up, mm-hmm. it necessarily didn't matter too much because we weren't too busy trying to be in a competition showing a lot of sh- stuff. St- you know, we weren't showing yeah, shit yeah. off. To In this day and age. Mm. It's just... It's a it's just nothing everything is, is sacred. Yeah. Nothing it's like is sacred. You don't sacred. have a relationship unless it's some type of materialistic, oh, you know, thing it's in the bad, forefront bro. of the relationship. It's bad. Yeah. It's I literally can go on. I mean, right now we can look. We can both open our phones right now, and I can see how we can count how many people we know in relationships, mm. whatever. And like I said, it's not to talk, you know be condescending to people who are in relationships. Again, it's not really Absolutely to do not. that. I'm yeah. not attacking anybody's character, man. People look do what you want, but at the end of the day, man, understand what's going to come out of it. Mm. It's it's I'm actually at the point where I said, you know what, man, I might even get to a point where I have to deactivate my social media and disconnect for a while. I see why people do it. Mm. Just at least just to get to build that foundation, you know, once you get into the relationship like, and uh, then, you you know, once both you and, you know, your significant other talk about the boundaries mm-hmm. and the and how what kind of culture you're going to build within your own relationship within your own household if you end up living together mm-hmm. then you jump on you know you can probably get back on and you know have fun have some more fun but you know like i one thing i've noticed is even with relationships and with social media man you there's men and women out here who don't really post their significant other and they don't have to. Shout out to them. They don't. They yeah, it, you know, they don't have to. It's, it's their page. They can do what they want. They can do what you want. Yep. Right. But then on top of that, you know, there's a lot of people in relationships who's in and out of you know DMs. You know, of people who aren't in relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, complimenting, which is fine. But usually, you know, there's some cases where it leads to you know other things. Correct. And that's been, to me, that's been one of the most fascinating things, you know, just having access to people you would ne- never usually have access to. And, and and that right there, I think, is probably the, the biggest thing with social media in terms of relationships. Like before, if you was in a relationship, before the social media jumped off, before Facebook blew the world up, you if you was in a relationship with somebody, right, mm-hmm. and... You know, you would never probably meet most of their their friends unless they was having a barbecue or something like that. Hell no. Yeah. Now, man, you know how many relationships has ended because old boy 
was you know his girl was you know she was posting her best friends and he started following the best friends yep. and in the go. best friends dms or vice versa or old girl was started following his friends and you know saying sly comments and stuff that's I mean, how i go this stuff is crazy and that's because there's there's too much access mm. and there's not enough limit there's not enough limits for this mm. you know I, I remember watching a documentary about the social media thing and it was just like that's the reason why there's so much to this that goes that gets out of hand. Mm-hmm. There's no limitation to this shit. Mm-hmm. If you want to sneak around, you can sneak around and probably nobody would never know no, until you get know. exposed. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, posting something that said, I was like, you know, I wonder how people would be if we could literally just get rid of all of our social media, right, and go back to the way that it was where you had to really work for everything mm-hmm. and really be social to people. Uh, uh, one of the girls had commented on it. She said, well, if we got rid of social media, all it would do is just make cheating easier for people. And I thought about her comment, and I and at mm-hmm. first, and I and I said, well, I don't want to tell you that you're wrong, and I guess I can understand where she where you're coming from with that, but I don't necessarily completely agree either because I feel like, like you said, unless you were if you were in a relationship, then it was mm-hmm. like you had to genuinely try, yeah. to go fuck somebody for over. sure. You genuinely, if you wasn't getting invited over to game night. Mm-hmm. You wasn't coming over after Sunday to get that Sunday dinner. Nope. If 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 you weren't actually mutual friends of a mutual friend, you wasn't getting in nobody's DM. There was no DM to get nah, into. You, you definitely to, wasn't getting. It wasn't getting nobody. DM. You wasn't getting no number not in front of somebody. Nah, so that means that it, to to now, if anything, social media has made it easier. Yeah, absolutely. For has. you to slide through the back door. Just look, if you are their friend or you follow them and they all follow each other, somebody posts. Something on a story, or uh, Don't let it be a, an a, ass. a fleet. Listen, all it take is a, a, a eyeball. That's it. The one eyeball damn eyeball. Nope. I, eyeball not, even, not even both of them. They Listen. got one where you could just put one eye. Listen, one eyeball. Got damn Listen, it, just one I can tell you, in my social media time, them damn eyeballs was my go-to. Oh hell! I'm like yeah. that's all you needed shit, was a damn man. eyeball. I didn't and have that, to and say and shit. I'm looking. That's it. I'm here. That's it. And now, just, wait, it before social media out there, I, I did what? I looked. I, that, I, that was I, it. I talked with my eyes. Yeah, you knew what yeah. I was. You knew where what I was, I was coming looking, from from uh-huh. my eyes. Uh-huh. And that's what they incorporated into this thing, man. And, and, and you know, previously, like you take it back to the Lux days, right? Oh and, man, good days. Uh, you know, you had to actually either. Show that you can dance or something, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you had to have some game. Like you had to actually walk up to them yep. and talk to them. You had to do that. Like you, or you wasn't getting nothing. You nah. wasn't. You was leaving out of there dry. And you might even have had a chick that might have been into you, but unless you came up yep. and had enough balls to yep. be able to say yep. something, yep. you was walking out of there without the, without that number. Absolutely. It wasn't no what's your Instagram, what's your Facebook, nah. and all that. Nah, ain't no, nah. Girl, ain't no, ain't no leaving the club Ew. and then jumping on Instagram and then say, "Oh, I saw you." Nope, I saw like, you. Nah, nah hey man, I see you. That. I didn't want to speak. Nah, back nah. then you had to put that number yeah, there and, and, sure. and hope that you could get that number saved. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's like, what I mean. So it 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 almost is now almost what as a black man how do you feel about relationships overall at the moment currently as you are right now talking to me Mm -hmm. across this breakfast bar Mm -hmm. what is your opinion thoughts feelings on entering in relationships currently um First off, I think that being in a relationship, rather if you're in a relationship, rather you're married to be married as a black man, I think that having someone that you can share mm. and 
connect with, build chemistry with, build foundation with, whatever that looks like for you, I think is a great thing. I think, however, a lot of us as black men, including myself, Mm -hmm. we get into things and we're not fully healed or prepared to deal with the things that come with that. Mm -hmm. And because of that, you know, it leaves room for error or you for you to wake up one day and think, wow, like, am I really am I really built for this? I know I want this, but am I really built for this? Mm. So I think it's it's really just you have to just get to a point where if you're ready and if you're ready, what type of relationship are you ready for? Mm -hmm. Do you want the one that's open? Do you want something exclusive? Mm. I've been in all those stages and ran through all those stages in my life. All of those, I woke up and actually thought of everything. You, what kind of relationship do I want? I know I want one, but what mm. do I even want? Because mm. some days I don't even be feeling like being bothered, bro. Mm. I just want my That's peace. I, yeah. I want my peace and I want my kids. Mm-hmm. Or if I don't, if, when it, when it, when they're with their moms, yo, look. Sometimes I just want to be in my room, and sometimes and that ain't even good enough for people because they yeah. don't understand my my peace, you know. But that's why I said it's so hard because you don't really know. Until you do really know, let's put it mm. this way, until you do know what you want and how you want it, mm-hmm. it's like you're either doing trial and error or you're just doing you're just riding through the waves hoping that you don't that you don't crash. Trial and error. Basically. Yeah, that's so it. and and that, and that, <laughs> the trial and error piece, man, I feel like unfortunately that's all we've been left to do because majority of us have not had proper relationship training from our parents coming Correct. up, right? So what did they tell you when it came to like talking about sex or whatever? Oh, you you ain't going to do that in my house. You better go do that in the street, figure it out how to. So even from then, we haven't had, you know, proper guidance in terms of what it means to be in a relationship and more so proper guidance on finding out who we are and what type of relationship we require. And you and, and that's a big point that you brought up. Because that 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 trial and error thing, that's for the birds. And oh, in yeah. or and in order to get, you know, to get out of that, you have to know who you are as an individual and what personality you are and what you require. Because it seems to me, everyone is out here just trying to, you know, they want this cookie cutter relationship. And what they're doing is they're just picking someone. And seeing if that person fits in the box, the box that they have, mm-hmm. rather than meeting the person for who they are yep. and learning that individual and saying, okay, here's my personality. This is the type of relationship I require. I may not need constant communication, but I need affection more. Right. Or, you know, they don't know the levels of what they require. Oh, you know, because every time you ask somebody what you want from a relationship, they all say, oh, I want communication. That's always the first thing mm-hmm. somebody says. Oh, mm-hmm. I want communication. Uh, communication is key. Uh, I want time. I need to spend time with my person or, you know, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. you know. And one thing you never really hear is you never hear someone say, I'm looking to give up myself to that person. Yeah. You don't hear that. You just hear what they want to take. Right. Yeah. From the jump. Right. From Straight from the jump. Oh, I, they need to do this or they need to be able to do that mm-hmm. or I need to have this or that. But then when we watch these individuals get in the relationship, because let's be honest, when people get in relationships, everybody's watching, especially if you know them. 
Oh yeah, you watching? Yeah, we watching. You what? You we watching? Yep. And because you putting it out there for us to watch. Exactly. And when we're watching, you done told us you need X, Y, and Z. But when you get X, Y, and Z, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. So my my thing is, how are going? You know, and when you're entering in these relationships, is it that people aren't don't really know themselves and what they require, or is it they just rather have this? cookie cutter entertainment type relationship i think it's two pieces to it it's one piece of people wanting a relationship that they cannot that they they're living up they want a relationship to that lives up to something that they see on tv mm. or in or that they hear in music yeah or that they whatever right so then there's that piece then there's the piece where it's like they get into something that they like how many how many women have you heard bro that say all I need or all I want is a man to do A, B, and C, right? And mm-hmm. then you get that man, like you said, to do A, B, and C. The, I feel like the percentage of a woman getting a, a man to give, give them what they want is higher than understanding the reality. It's not about getting a man or a woman to give you what you want. Mm-hmm. It's really about who you want that person to be. Mm. Because if you say, hey, listen, man, all I want is a man that's going to be, give me communication, that's going to be, you know, to be able to be secure. I need to be feel secure. I need mm-hmm. to make sure that he that he can that he can hold his own, that he can give me affection, that he can give me A, B, and C based off your love language, which is a whole other topic. Do you really want just a man to give you that? Or do you know what man you want that from already mm-hmm. and you just haven't got that man to give it to you? Man, that's a whole other can because of worms right there. That's, that's, what, that's what it comes down to. Don't mm-hmm. say... This is what I want from a man. Mm-hmm. No, this is what I want from that man. Mm-hmm. That man or is the one you want. This particular man. man yeah, this yeah. is what I want. Who? Yeah. This is what I want it from, mm-hmm. or who I want it from. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. It ain't about what you want. You can technically kind of get what you want. There are plenty of men and women that are are already wired to do to, to do, do exactly things, yeah. Yeah. what you want. Mm-hmm. But then when you get what you want, are you able? Are you, you able to like one them. keep that going, they or two? Yeah. Is it who you yeah. really want it from? Mm-hmm. You know, because then when shit go left, mm-hmm. are you going to do what you need to do to keep that going? Mm-hmm. Or you just going to let it go because he wasn't really interested in that individual anyway. You and you, just, right. I, wouldn't, I, I don't even know why. I mean, he wasn't even my type, but I just did it because he was blah, 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 blah. You hear it, it all the time. And there it is. And and so, and, and it almost, and it's, it's the same argument from what the, the line between, you know, flirting and harassment. It's the right. it's the same line, right? You know, as you said, is it who is it that you want those things? Do you want to be treated mm-hmm. that way, or you want those type of characteristics from any man mm-hmm. or woman, or is it that you only want it from a particular type or looking man or woman? Mm-hmm. Because really, that's is that's the line between harassment and you know flirting. It's mm-hmm. like okay, this little nerdy dude over here, you know. He probably gonna give you everything you want, mm-hmm. but because he don't look a certain way, it's harassment. Oh, why he keep talking to me? He's weird. Blah yep. blah blah. Or yep. the little nerdy chick over there. Oh, she keep like trying to help me out, and I don't really want her help. I want help from my old girl over here. Exactly. Her thing fat. Like exactly. I don't want to talk to her. Yep. And but that's what pretty much what you're talking about. So you, it's how do you as a you know, and we all know situations where. We've seen individuals who got past that. We've seen relationships where you have a very attractive individual with a quote unquote unattractive physical person that mm-hmm. they're with. Mm-hmm. You know, and you got some people out here that are on social media they claim that they like 
an ugly man or an ugly woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. So it, it's how do you how do how does one going forward in this climate right now? How do we how, in your in your opinion? How do we kind of gel with that? Like how do you find our equal our equilibrium between the two? Or you think it's always going to be one of those things where oh boy he can give you everything you want, but he may not be everything you want. Right. I think it always or. I can get half of what I want, mm-hmm. but the other person look good. Oh, right. I think it'll always be that. It'll. That's why you see when you see people that you say that they're like, oh, you know, I'm with, I'm with, I've been with my wife or my husband for umpteenth years, and mm-hmm. you know, he in my in my eyes, because I mean, there's some people who they will not date if they're not physically attracted to the mm-hmm. person, mm-hmm. and I understand that. I understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then there are people that they will not date them unless they're mentally and emotionally attracted mm-hmm. to them. That's mostly women. That's most women. It's like I might not even care what you physically look like overall, yeah. Because you're giving me something that I that fills me up. You're mm-hmm. filling my cup with something that I know I need. So mm-hmm. you might not have the the looks all the way there, mm-hmm. quote unquote, the medium ugly guys, mm-hmm. right? But you're giving me what I want, and that's what I meant. Where it's separated is it? Are you are you being specific about what you know you want, mm-hmm. or you is it about who you think you want to give you that? Mm-hmm. Because if you if you're saying I want a man to give me A, B, and C, well that man to give you A, B, and C right around the corner. Always been there. Always been around that corner. He's he been, been he, he been in front, he been in your face telling you. Told you multiple times. The he entire, told him you only want be friends. The entire time. The entire time. Oh, and I you, only see him as a friend. You done told you all your girlfriends. Oh, he just. A oh, friend. you friends on the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. Friends on the hell out of him. Now, am I am I saying that you should just? Be with anybody that's willing to give you whatever you want. No, that's not necessarily. But then that means that you have to be a speci- you have to be specific. Mm. You have to say and you got to be honest with yourself. you have to be honest and say, look, this I know what type of guy I want and I know what I want. So until that guy comes and meet that, you're going to have those women. And then you're going to have the ones that say, listen, out of, if he meet three out of five, he good with me. Mm. And if that works for them, that works for them. It's about people doing what works for them. But then people don't know. But you, but then that you know that goes back to you know what we kind of touched on you know a few minutes ago, and that's kind of knowing yourself and knowing what it is that you know without a shadow of a doubt that you can t- you can accept and what you cannot accept. You know, and if you one of those type of people who can accept, you know, and kind of um, adjust to a person not being able to satisfy all of your boxes you know, your check boxes, then you should be all right. I mean, they're really, you shouldn't be single out here if you are single. But if you're an individual who hasn't really tapped into who they are, you know, I mean, then you probably, uh, there's a good chance you probably land in the that other criteria where you looking for a specific box to fit in. Yeah. You know, you want that person to be, you know, you want a man that's, you know, six, seven, you know, uh, got six figures, but he ain't looking for you. Exactly. You ain't you ain't got it like that. You you I mean, how you gonna satisfy him? You know, and vice versa. You wanna you want a chick that you know a woman that got everything together. She a you know she a VP and you know she got her own take care of herself. She independent, mm-hmm. but yet you not bringing nothing to the table that's equal to or that's gonna be able to give her trust in her own you know her her, her mind about being with you. Like you you just bringing dick. That's it. Like what? I mean, how's that work? That's it. That's yeah, a so. that's a topic that I that's a topic that I you know I'm I'll be I'll be tapping into onto one of my podcasts too mm-hmm. is of understanding of how to um, require what you can reciprocate mm-hmm. and and that's like something I've always honed on in but to to piggyback what you were saying too there's a lot you, what I've also noticed too is that 
there are a lot of men and women because I don't always want it to be about women, but it's a lot of men and women both who will be in a relationship. It mm-hmm. don't work out based off A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. And then they know what they want. They have somebody that can give them that. And they don't give themselves time to heal before they get into that relationship. Mm-hmm. So now when something goes wrong, because they haven't healed from from Joe Blow or, 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 or Bonquisha, Aquanisha, whatever name you want to go with, mm-hmm. now you now you you're still hurting from that and your your expectations have now basically projected to the person that that, that actually can give you everything. Yeah. And it's not matching up. Mm-hmm. And you're taking you, it out on that person. You've created a cognitive dissonance. You've cr- literally have created a my player for somebody that's already <laughs> you literally went and created a my player for a nigga that was that didn't even need it. Mm. You know, he was already at the 94 and all his levels and you you thought by bringing that that baggage of what you really wanted out of homeboy who didn't deserve it. You mm-hmm. trying to you trying to project you're it trying to, to, bring to the, his potential. Bring it to his potential. Yeah. And I think that that's a lot of issue. That there's a lot of problem with that too. Yeah, that's a, that that thing goes crazy, man. That just dating people on potential thing has to stop. And let me let me tell you uh what potential is. Potential means it's not happening. Yeah. That's what potential is. Potential means that everyone has the same amount of potential as the next person. Mm-hmm. The difference is, is the people who are actionable are able to manifest and collapse that potential. Because when we're talking about potential, you know, not to get too, you know, too nerdy on it, but uh, when we're talking about potential, we're talking about quantum physics. Mm-hmm. And with potential, once it's observed, then it can collapse. However, the only the other piece to that is that other that individual that has this said potential has to want to manifest that potential. Correct. And a lot of times these dudes or these women don't want to. Nah. You know, if you gotta not fully. Yeah, no, they don't. They, nah. That's not how they see their life going. Mm-mm. They don't want that for their own lives. You want that for their life. Right. And that's over projecting, as you said, over projecting onto someone else is one of the big pitfalls in in a lot of these relationships nowadays. Because every t- every time we talk to a female friend. And between both of us, we have a lot of female friends. And you sit down and have a conversation with them, like, "Hey, you know what happened with you know old boy and relation? Oh, he he has so much potential, and I just was trying to pull out his potential in him, and I lost myself. And mm-hmm. I, I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you what, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, I you know what? Um, I used to think potential was a great, um. It was it was something that was great to talk about when you mm. talked about how you would date people. Like when you were talking about dating people, it'd be like, okay, like a hypothetical thing, like a hypothetical. Mm. Like, all right, I know she has potential to be this. That's why I'm with her, right? And I know if she just taps into it, mm-hmm. she'll be great. Mm-hmm. So, in my mind, now that I'm older, I understand the phrase of saying potential means nothing without actual work. Because who would have thought? Like we knew that. Michael Jordan had potential to be one of the best NBA players on the planet. That's why they drafted him. And so I'm wondering if people seen him and said, oh, man, he got potential to go all the way. Mm. I mean, the potential was there, but he but he went, he, you know. He was actionable. He had work ethic. Exceeded mm. that potential by actually doing it. Mm-hmm. Summer Walker got a whole damn song talking about you got potential, man. Whole damn song. In love with potential. And, and just and literally it said the shit about 35 times in that joint. And I'm thinking to myself, like, are you really more in love with potential that much that you're able to say, you know, because I know what he is capable of, mm-hmm. 
that's what I'm in love with instead of what I know that he actually going to show me he can do. Mm. It's almost as you know, and you know, hearing you say it, it's almost as if they're coping. These people are coping in with the fact that there's no trust in that other person. So they're trying to find a way to circumvent the fact that I really can't trust him or really can't trust her because she's not doing the things that I know she can do. Mm -hmm. However, I'm going to just hold on to this, you know, this invisible idea that this person can magically manifest, you know, and that goes into a lot of other areas in life. It goes into uh, our belief systems with religion and things like that. But when you're in a relationship, you cannot be holding on to invisible ideas. Mm-mm. It's not going to work. Because the you disappointment, know? the long, I feel like the longer you hold it, the, the, the harder the disappointment when it smacks you in the back of mm. the head. It's like a sports team, you know, like, oh, you, you know, like how many times we just use this local team here. So we use the Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. They've been ass forever. And they finally won a Super Bowl three, four years ago. However, up until that point, what was the number one thing these fans was talking about? The Cowboys fans. They still doing it today. Still. Potential. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, if they can just get a coordinator in there, if they just get rid of Jerry Jones, that's potential. Mm-hmm. That's potential. What, what they, they if could they do. Could just, if McNabb would just throw the ball in the air to the receiver instead of throwing it into the dirt, that's potential because that's not what's happening. Mm-hmm. That's not the reality of it. Mm-hmm. And how much heartbreak have these people been going through every year hanging on to potential? Your team is functioning the way that it's functioning. Your man is functioning the way that he is functioning. Your woman is functioning the way that she is functioning now. Right. That's what you work with. You don't work with, oh, okay, well, what if this person can do this? Because the what if is your what if. It's not their what if. And so it kind of ties into understanding that the individuality in the relationship. And I think that what happens is as we get into relationships, we forget the fact that there's two individuals here and we try to lump it in and mash it together as if we're one hive mind mm-hmm. in, a, in a way. Mm-hmm. And they forget that this other individual has his or her own viewpoint of their own life and what they want to do and how they see their own personality, so on and so forth. And that monicum of control is really what it is. It's, it's control. So you want to control this other individual to do what you want to do as if you're playing them on a chessboard. Right. And it don't work. It, no, it, it never works like that. Because you can't control another person's personality because the reason why you with them is because you like their personality. You like who they were when you met them. So why not allow that person to grow as they are, as you met them, instead of trying to change them into something that you want? I've always said that about not just relationships, but marriages, too. And like I said, I don't like to, you know, I'm not married. So, I mean, I can't talk to that point, but just mm-hmm. putting on the outside looking in. I've always wondered why there's so many. I, I've I've actually there's so many people who I've. I used to talk to, I no longer communicate with mm-hmm. that are married, whatever. Yeah. And it's like it's because. I feel like the sense of individuality has completely been lost. Mm-hmm. Like you said, there's we get with people and these people are looking to change us and mold us for them in their own view, in yeah. their own view, instead of allowing to 
get take us as we are with that and just us just improving or us just growing as it is mm. you know taking us with as we are in the box mm-hmm. it's like instead of you, you know you know how like you like you said you you get like a clay mold mold clay and you can yeah. just you could just change it any way you see fit mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but then there's certain toys that you get that are just as they are so the best thing that the, for me i've always wanted toys the way they were and if i felt like adding a cape or a sword or uh, some new shoes on it mm-hmm. or whatever case it would be you know we had wrestlers back in the day mm-hmm. man i was a wrestler wrestling fiend you know and i and i knew that Instead of trying to just get something to make, some, try to create like this ideal wrestler. No, I'm just, I just wanted to accept, okay, this is my favorite wrestler. Like, I'm going to accept this for what it is. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to just take that for what this is. So mm-hmm. if I ever get married, and I don't know the even if I want to go down that, yeah, we can talk. <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't even want to get down too much of that whole, the rabbit hole with yeah. that. But if I, if I ever, if it, the day comes that I do walk down that, that aisle or that backyard, wherever the hell I, I, I walk down. I hope that that woman is able to understand that I come with so much personality, Mm. individuality of me. Mm. So much dynamic. So so Mm. much of it. If it take money out of it, take what you your your potential projected of me. Mm. Take all of that out of that Mm. because that's that's everyone's argument. Money or where they are in their life and all of that. Mm -hmm. Take everything away. And if you have someone with just enough dynamic personality and perseverance. I hope that the woman that I'll marry understands that I'm not willing to sacrifice or change that for absolutely nothing. I'm going to be who I am. Absolutely I am nothing. that I am. And you like me you as I even, was. You, we can even audition. You mm. can sit at the table and I could give you a, 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 basic, a forecast mm. of what it'll be like. Mm-hmm. And you can make the decision. If you decide that that's what you're going to be willing to deal with for the rest of your life, you can do that. Because I think so many people lose themselves. And they use excuses. Well, I, I got a you know, happy wife, happy life. No. How about happy spouse, happy house? How about that? How about happy spouse, happy house? How about, because the last time I checked, there were two people in this household. Mm-hmm. So you, if you're telling me you got to go home and do all of this and you want to make sure that you can't technically go here or you can't do all of this because you, you want to make your wife happy, well, in that household, are you happy? Mm-hmm. You're willing to sacrifice A, B, and C because we need to make the woman happy. That mm. happy wife, happy life shit is bull. Just my opinion, by the way. Nobody for those who believe that. Again, I, hey, there's you can believe it's it's, a it's an old school way. To it's an old school way to look at yeah. it, but you can believe whatever you believe. Me personally, I Brandon think that the happy wife, happy life thing. You can just shove that, shove that. Mm. Find some, find a good place to shove it to. Because mm. so, I need to be happy too. Yeah, you do, and. One thing that, you know, as I said, that's an old school way of approaching it. And it's very nuanced because now when that approach was kind of, you know, seated, it was a whole different landscape. You know, in the 60s and the the 70s, it was a whole different landscape. The women aren't the women that they were then. So when you, you know, they a lot of women were unhappy at home. Because they were being suffocated and they couldn't do anything. They couldn't, you know, they felt like they were just there just to be a mate, basically. That's it. So him making her happy was basically where that came from. Mm-hmm. Now, that, this landscape has completely changed. Women got their own. They don't they really, they, they don't require, man. they don't require a lot of, I mean, men to really be the breadwinner anymore as it should always have been. You know what I'm saying? So now, as you said, 
happy spouse, happy house, or just create the culture that you want in your own home mm-hmm. and stop trying to be selfish and controlling is really what it comes down That's to. It. You know, and you see this a lot with, uh, mar- you know, the weddings mm-hmm. per se, the very thing that you were just talking about. You see, like if you talk to most women, Oh, I'm going to have my wedding this way. Never ever in the history of that conversation. Have I ever heard any woman? And I know some brilliant women, some very open-minded women, Never once have I heard the woman say, whatever me and my man decide on the type of wedding, mm-hmm. that's the wedding we're going to have. Never once. I know, it I know doesn't one. exist. I know one. I haven't met. I met one woman that's like that. Literally, that said out of her mouth what you said. Mm. I'm not even. I, word is bond on everything I love. I met one woman that said to me during this, because she's engaged, mm. she said, Whatever he decides, as well as what what I decide, whatever's gonna make him happy, I'm gonna let him do his thing. I'm gonna do mine, and we gonna put it. We gonna come together. We gonna put it together. That's how it's supposed to be. Not once did she say that I need to have it this way. I need to have it that way. I need to. Now he might have said that because, of course, as a man, you know, we try to project that to be for the woman. But Mm. that woman said, "I want to make sure that he gets what he wants Mm -hmm. while I get what I want." Because the wedding is about us. It is not about me. That's a team there. The woman who said that is my mother. My mother's engaged now. Shout out to my mom. She literally told me that, man. Mm. Thank you. And I and I I've never heard a woman be so more of a team player when it came to being engaged, but let alone on the big day. Her big day, and that's the thing. She right looks there. at it as as a as a team thing because it it's, is. It's not. She didn't look at it as it's about me. She's not marrying herself. That's what I said. You. I said. Well, shit. Because because women really like y'all do not walk down the aisle alone. Y'all not speaking vows and kissing yourself. Mm-mm. Nope. So is it is the big day really a, about you? No. And that's and and every time I hear that, you know, they it needs to be seeing people who, you know, and it's unfortunately some of the, you know, some of the fellas fall in that trap too where, oh man, it's all about her, whatever she want. You you short self, you shortchanging oh, yeah. yourself. No, nah, ain't going to be that with me. Nope. No, absolutely. I'm going to be just as happy. I'm a, I'm going to be just mm-hmm. much put mm-hmm. that much in control, that much energy into just the way you are. You yep. want to be looking for the dress to say yes. I'm looking for the suit to boot. A great show, by the That's way. That's it. I love that and, show. And we and yeah, yeah, and we <laughs> I and do. We, I I like I like say yes to the dress. Say it, yes to dress. Weird as it may be yeah, or the, to the whatever, movie, whatever. Good movie. It's uh it's a show I like. And but yeah, I, I, you know, and to your point like there needs to be somehow i don't know how it got to this point this selfishness uh i'll tell you how but i'll let you finish it it just it it, this is a time and i spoke about this on the last podcast this is the time there's a lot of destruction energy around and we this is the time to use that destruction energy to rewrite what you feel and think about what relationships are about because it ain't about just you Mm -mm. it ain't about just him it ain't about just her and, you hear, and like I said, you always hear so many people talking about, oh, I lost myself in a relationship. Why? Because you were looking for somebody else to complete you when you should have came completed. That's what happens when you don't come complete. Why mm-hmm. are you looking for someone else to complete you? When you should, when, if you're complete enough, when they leave, you still have a lot of you left mm-hmm. to heal on. Yep. But if, you're, you, if, you, if you want to step that man or that woman to come and, and give you that other 50%, mm-hmm. you lost already. Mm-hmm. You need to already be the woman you need to already be the man that you want to marry that's it you need to already be 
either there or on that path mm-hmm. firmly mm-hmm. to a point where someone can look at you and be like, yo, she's working on her. She's actually doing what she need to do on herself. He's actually working on his emotional intelligence so that when he's in the relationship, he can not only hear the literal conversation, but he can also hear the emotional conversation that's coming from her at the same time. You see, because those things, when you're working on yourself and you becoming that person that you want to marry and knowing that you're worthy of that sacred right, then you should be fine. You should, you're not going to be worried about, oh, you need to, you know, not be doing this or not be doing that. Because the one of the things that blows my mind, man, is when you hear, yeah, man, I'm like, how y'all meet? Oh man, let me tell you, dog. We was at, you know, I was out at, you know, one night she was sitting at the bar with her girls. It was happy hour, you know. I wasn't gonna say nothing, mm-hmm. but I had to say. So she was looking fine, dog. You know, so I said something. You know, I sent a drink over to her and her girls. Walked over, you know, had a conversation. We just busted up ever since then. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. So a couple years later, oh, I don't want you going to happy hour no more. Like, yep. wait a minute. Hold on. Yep. Hold on. Hold on. Hold yep. on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's where you met me at. Mm-hmm. So you met me there. You met me there. So now you want me to change something about myself that I enjoy with my girlfriends because you don't want me to go to happy hour because you insecure. Mm-hmm. But that's how you met me. Mm-hmm. No, sir. Yeah. No, sir. Mm-hmm. And that happens a lot. Or, vice, or vice versa. You, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I get that in relationships and marriages, you have to kind of adapt. Definitely have but, to adapt, but, but, but you don't have to compromise. But you don't have to compromise that. Yeah, oh, no. well, well, why do you... You know, I, I you go out with your boys every every Saturday, or you you go out with your boys every and? every other Sunday, and it's like and? okay, I've been doing. I was doing that. Know. I was doing that when you, when I met you too. Mm-hmm. Did you, do you know that when I do you know the day I met you was the Sunday that I was out? You know, because I told you. You know that I, you know that I know because I was there when you. I was there when I said it. I mm-hmm. know I said it. I was mm-hmm. there when I said it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's it's about knowing that you just. That's why I said like that controlling piece, man. Black men, we have to be more open. We have to be. Mm-hmm. We have to stop mm-hmm. just falling into the 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 box of just allowing just the the woman or even vice versa. Just allowing or the society man, and culture. society too, yeah. to, just, uh, to to just right get you know give us this blueprint. It's mm-hmm. like you have to build. men have to talk. We have to talk. We gotta, we gotta be able talk. to really open up and say, hey, listen, babe. This is how I'm feeling mm-hmm. about A, B, and C. Mm. I need to know that you're going to be able to, one, support me, and we need to come to some type of compromise that we that can work for both of us because I feel like I'm losing myself or and or I feel like I'm not able to do the same things or even something similar because you may not be able to do the same things mm-hmm. the way you did if you're with somebody right. or married. I get that. But if I'm adapting to this situation, can you make sure, can you can you give me the the, the support that says, I still accept for you to be able to do that under these conditions. Yes, you can go out, sweetheart. But obviously, of course, when you met me, you were single then. If you're not single now, you're not going to be able to move the same way you were. That mm-hmm. still shouldn't stop you from going to the same places. Mm-hmm. Most people, oh, man, I don't go to the bar because that's that's where I get in trouble. No, that's just not. You just don't have self-control. That's it. Oh, I don't go to this no more, man, because, you know, shorty be tripping. Okay, then you need to figure out another shorty then because... Or you need to talk to her and ask her what's going on. What's go- or, because or, or what likely, are you doing? Exactly. Or, or what are you, what's or the what problem? Are you doing to yeah, be able to do that? Ain't no way she's going to be upset that you're going to the same place you've been going to for the last couple of years. So either one, you ain't taking care of what you need to take care of, and which is most likely the case. Or two, you have a basket case, a chick crazy than yeah. a damn bed bug, and you might need to go ahead and and, and, and reevaluate that mm-hmm. damn relationship too. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you know, you get some people that, that don't show you who they really are until yeah. they're already yeah. in that situation. And that's so then it's like, damn, mm-hmm. like. 
well, I was cool going bowling with the guys, and then now it's why are you going? You get you go out every Sunday. You, you really going bowling? Oh, you gonna go bowling? Well, I'm. You know, you know this is. I mean, it's home. Home. You know, take. You got to take care of home first. Mm-hmm. You know, man, that take care of home thing is another thing too. I get it, man. Take care of your home, please do. Got do to. do do what do what makes you feel good, or take care of your home, but just still be able to do what makes you feel good, man. Don't let nobody compromise you for being mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. and not see and that get, so much, man. And one thing is, you know, we gotta address because. Uh, a lot of people, when they're talking about relationships, you know, there's a good majority in this society who use compromise as a word as if it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they they use compromise in terms of adjust. And you hear it like, oh, you know, in a relationship, you got to compromise. Compromise means to lessen or make weak. That's it, yeah. So that's yeah. not what you want to do. You yeah. want to adjust yourself. Just adjust, yeah. You want to be able to adjust enough to where you're not compromising. There is a green space, a purple patch of adjustment, which you can do that everyone has the ability to do until it's too much. And Man. once you hit that too much, then you're compromising, then you need to have a conversation. And you know what I don't like? I think a lot of people, they they get the idea that because of the, the ideal family man or the family, yeah. you know, the, 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 the guy that's just doing what he needs to do to put family first. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can use it as an excuse to be a douchebag and, and compromise. Like you said, myself, I can, I mm-hmm. can do that. So if I don't want to, me not going out with the guys is okay because I got somebody telling me that this is more important. Right. And then it's like, yeah, this is more important until you realize that you're in a space that you're no longer even happy in. This is more important until you realize like, well, I've enjoyed these things before, and this is what made me feel okay mm-hmm. to get that mental space or that break that everyone obviously should give themselves. Mm. But I'm no longer to able to do that because I'm embedded and drilled that this is more important. Mm-hmm. But when does it become a thing where it's like, did you did did we forget how important the per, the most important person is, and it's the one that we see in the mirror? Mm-hmm. We have because we're taught that you have to be secondary. You're secondary to everything else. You're secondary to your religion. You're secondary to your relationship. You're secondary to your children. But you yeah. see, these are all roles that you play. Mm-hmm. This is not the sum of the individual. And this is why I think a lot of times, you know, people get exhausted and they get burnt out from their relationships because they keep putting everything else first when nothing, those things can't function without you being in a position in a state where you're able to function properly form yep. files function if you're not in the correct form then you get the the function in which you are in it's not it's not gonna work out for it's you not gonna work out i said it on my la- i said it on my first i said it on my episode that's my very first episode i spoke to that point i said man it's it's, it's very knowledge it's very commendable to say hey listen man my kids come first mm-hmm. hey man my woman come first man hey i gotta take care of home hey i gotta do this and do that and it's like that's all great, but how is your physical being? How is mm-hmm. your mental being? Because if none of that is even right, and God forbid something happened, then all of you, all you've done, wouldn't necessarily be for nothing. But it would be as almost as if like that that your best investment, which is you, you and just you just decided you to not take care you of. You're gonna be you're gonna be burnt out. You're gonna be depressed. You're gonna be uh, angry. Because stressed out, you're not going to be able to enjoy what you're building because you are not taking care of the self. You're not taking care of your own inner trinity. You know, you're not taking care of your body. You know, there's a 
a friend of mine told me that um, men are healthier in when they're in a relationship with a woman because she takes care of him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know the statistics on that, but yeah, we might have to look that up. <laughs> uh, uh, healthier as in what? More fed? Because yeah, you know, but and women are less healthier when they're in a relationship with a man because they're putting him first. They're putting the relationship first. Mm. And there may be some merit to that. And I I know a lot of women who talk about that, who, you know, when you ask them what happened in a relationship or why they decided to break off or why he broke up with her, you know, they always go back to that, you know, I was losing myself. I was doing everything, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, or you ask him like, oh, man, it was just one thing after another, it, you know, I had to do this, I had to run here, run there, and it was just too much, man. After a while, you know, you can only do but so much. Right. I've been in a relationship like that. So, Same. Um, but now that I look back on it, it was because of the idea of the relationship that I had going right. into that relationship was unconducive to actually being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. It was conducive to being a dictator it was conducive to being a capitalist and a lot of times when we're in relationships and i told you this before um i me personally i think the capitalist ideology permeates into our relationship so a lot of times what i what i mean by that is we are always looking for relationships where we can get something for nothing mm-hmm. we can get the most out of her with minimum effort possible. Bare minimum, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot of men out here who are doing that, and these women are coming up against it because you know why? He's checking the boxes. He has the physical look. He, you know, he seems like he's has good character. Mm-hmm. So they get, all right, well, you know, I can work with that. And they get in a relationship, and he doing bare minimum. He on goddamn uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, it's eight thirty. He on Call of Duty. And she's thinking like, oh, okay, I'm about to, you know, I had a long day at work. We're going to talk. He going to, you know, massage my feet. And he going to be my man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Oh, snap. Yo, round the corner. Round the corner. Mm-hmm. And she pissed off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuming. She didn't already, cause she, cause, cause you, cause you didn't already put that idea of what you want in your head. And, you, and that's and that's what you wanted. And you run that loop. Mm-hmm. You run that same loop. Like you said, you run that loop. I've been working hard. I'm going to come home. My man going to do this. Oh, he he taking all care of all of this. But when I come home, he going to do this. He going to do this. He going to do this. The minute that you fall out of that order of operation, mm-hmm. it's a wrap. And a lot. And it goes back to, you know, and there are some merits to that. You know, she should have the right to her man, you know, you know, mentally picking her back up oh, sure. and being that. Yeah. But then By on the flip side, too, if he's been working hard all day, mm-hmm. taking care, he don't pick the kids up. They they fed and everything and you know you already you know cleaned up whatever you was gonna do you did your little evening thing and he's like damn I'm about to relax I'm gonna get on the sticks with the fellas and it's gonna be a good night mm-hmm. and that's where the disconnect from so you got two individuals who now have two ideas of what they want to do in that particular night that don't jive yeah I, I, that's why I said like we as black men we just need to know what we want. We need to know what we want and what type of situation we want to even prepare to be in. Mm. That's why I said I'm, 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 I brought it back to bring it back to that. It's like 
yeah, of course I want to, you know, be in a relationship. Of course I, you know, maybe one day be married. And then, and then the question always comes up, well, Brandon, don't you want to be married? Don't you want to be, you know, you want to be married one day, right? You want to do that? And I always, I always, you know, when people ask me, I tell them no. And they don't like that. Because if you ask me, I'm going to tell you no. Because I feel like that's what you have projected to think that I'm supposed to do because you asked me. Right. So when you say, Brandon, you don't want to get married, I'm going to tell you no. I know what I want, but I'm going to tell you no because I'm not chasing marriage. I'm chasing happiness. Yeah. And I don't know what that looks like. Hmm. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm going to get married. I can speak it into existence. Yeah, I know. You can talk I, all you want. I can talk all I want, but I can tell you right now on this mic that I know what I do want. Mm. I'm striving for happiness. Mm. I will be happy. Mm-hmm. I will have peace. I will not compromise that. Mm. And that's where point blank. Yeah, and that's where we got to be. You got to get to a point where you know what you require out of this experience that you're having. Mm-hmm. So. You know, we put so much emphasis. We just talked for the last 50 minutes about relationships, but we put so much emphasis on this, but we forget the most important part is you are the one having the experience. So anyone who comes into your life is coming into your movie. Correct. Yep. And that's the same for you. When you coming into somebody else, like you coming into their movie. So you have to figure out how are you going to adjust directing your movie with they direct their movies. movie, yeah, and understanding that it's one stage, it's one stage that you come in on. If I'm if I'm direct, you coming in on my movie, I'm coming in on yours. Now we just have one stage, one to, stage. To, to film on. So mm-hmm. we have to figure out. I need to figure out how you film, and and you figure out how I film, and then we we work off of each other. That's it. There's a buddy system. There's a metric that we can figure out to, to where this works out. Mm. I might be able to give you something and and, and let back to kind of get you some, you know, give you room to do A, B, and C. You might be able to want to let back to get me to get, uh, let me to do A, B, and C, but there's just there's not enough understanding there's mm-hmm. just not and that's why people that's why you have relationships and marriages that don't work there's not enough of it there's just too much of this is what it should look like and this yeah. is what i wanted Absolutely. and it didn't happen that's why and and people aren't going to believe this and I, I know i'm probably gonna get backlash for it but that's why more women now are more concerned about what the hell they got on that finger than they what they then what the finger rep, what the rock represents mm-hmm. you are more pressed to stick your hand in every picture you can show us to have that ring mm-hmm. so that we see that ring, how big it is. I done seen the base talk about chicks that say, man, I ain't getting one unless it looks this, yeah, looks like that, yeah, this many carats. I seen it too. You are so focused because of what you've been programmed to see of what your ring should look like mm-hmm. that you forget what the hell that ring even means. Mm-hmm. What does the ring signify? What, is it, what does it symbolize? Mm-hmm. You so worried about looking so great in that, in that dress and you worried about how many people you can invite to your ma- to, to your to your uh, wedding, mm-hmm. but not the people who are gonna be there for your marriage. Mm-hmm. You want to spend tens of hundreds of thousands Going on that in, wedding in on that one day in, in debt, for and then you want to go sp- and, and just just to go to to to, to uh, uh, bodega for your for your honeymoon. Mm-hmm. That ten grand, twenty grand, could have went to y'all s- shaping your entire life walking together. Yeah. It but because you wanted, you wanted, you wanted motherfuckers swinging from the from the floor, mm-hmm. from the ceiling, and, 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 and on, you, on a vine, on, on a vine, you and you needed a, a Celine Dion singing singing mm-hmm. singing fables and and and, and uh, D. Pharrell in the back. Mm-hmm. Now we didn't spend this much of money on one day. We get one. that twenty four hours day. We didn't spend all this now, and, and now same. and now we budgeting and trying to figure out how to be because we didn't have to save for two things. Mm-hmm. We need to save for this wedding, and we need to save for the honeymoon now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, and I need to make sure I I, I, I save for this ring because if I if it's not over five thousand, God forbid you not wear it. 
if it ain't over this carrot, God forbid you not wear mm -hmm. it. Because Lord knows the, the the significance of how big the rock is is how much I love you, mm -hmm. how much I'm willing to go on this journey with you. Oh, God forbid that. That's just crazy, man. It's, you know what I'm saying? So it's it, like, it's, damn, you really just got to know what you want and stop trying to fit the sleeve of society. That's what I said. Stop fitting the sleeve of society, to fit man. Into the box, and you know, and it goes back to you know what I, you know, what we talked about in the first couple of minutes. You know, this thing of being judged by a society that ain't yours, that don't care about you, and that yet everything, every metric that we have as black men is held up against the dominant society or what a white man's metric is. Mm -hmm. Everything. Yep. We, 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 every black man can attest to being, going on dates and talking to women that say, oh, if that man ain't got X, Y, and Z by this age, then it's a problem. He's not doing what he's supposed to do. Or if he ain't got this, but you can't do that. Right. You can't judge a black man based off that because we got so many more obstacles to go through to get to even a semblance before we walk out the door, uh, yeah, and vice and same for a black woman. She mm -hmm. got so many obstacles, especially when you're talking about the beauty standard. Oh yeah, it is unreal. Yeah. Un I can't. I'm not even gonna sit here and act like I know anything about it because I don't. But all I can do is talk on what I see, and the amount of sheer stress that black women go through to fit. That beauty standard is unreal. Yeah. Every it's day. Unreal. And, but even with that, you know, you, they, they'll tell you they want all dates with guys. Oh, yeah, I like, you know, I, I don't really like weave like that. I don't like makeup. Uh, I just want natural beauty. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, you know, you're sitting there like, well, nigga, why are you out on this date with wasting my fucking time? Right. Like you see what I got on. You see what I got on, yeah. You know yeah. I got this this long ponytail on. Mm -hmm. You know I got these eyebrows done, and these nails done, and all that stuff. And you gonna sit here and tell me in my face that my effort you don't like? Because that's that's basically what you said. That's really and that's how is. they hear. It. You didn't like the effort that I put in. That's how they hear. It, it took they me two hours to put these broom bristle eyelashes yeah. on, and you it don't like this shit. It cost me a hundred dollars to get these lashes done. And you and you don't like this shit. Man, shit, don't tell them. Don't tell them about that. That's what you told them. You don't. You don't like the effort that they just did, just to go out on a date with you so, to eat some food that they don't care about. Yeah, that you're gonna take home. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, like it's just so much that again, it just goes back to, as you said, you need to know who you are as an individual because you can avoid all that. Because yeah. once you know who you are as an individual and what you bring, you're going to know what you also re require. You see, because if you if you like wearing makeup like that, you like wearing the extensions, then you know that you're going to need a man who a little bit more open and ain't really worried about what it is that you wear because he thinks you fine regardless. That's it. You can't be focused. You can't be out here with no men talking about, oh, I like natural beauty. Oh, I like long hair because most of them men probably gone like hispanics or white women talking about there's plenty of black women with long hair but if you look historically our women hair are curly it's curly that's it it ain't gonna be long and straight mm -mm. so now that i you know one thing that i was able to do over this last year was really work on my emotional intelligence and now i can hear the things that i used to say or some of the other fellas used to say and I can hear now how it sounds rather just hearing it literally mm -hmm. 
I can hear from almost from a standpoint from how the ladies sometimes feel hear it. Like I like we just said, oh, I don't, I just like natural beauty. I got. Like what you talking about? Yeah. Why are you why are you wasting my time? Why are you out here? But you just told me that I wasn't beautiful. Yeah. That's what you just told me because I decided to get lashes. That's why the approach has to be right, but you have to know what you want and know how to execute what you're saying too. So mm-hmm. make sure that what you're saying and those words you used do not stab the person or or, or not thrown at the person like rocks. Because like mm-hmm. you said, you tell us a person, hey, listen, man, I'm all na- I like all natural. I like this in the third, and you see the you know for a fact she didn't spend three four hours to get herself together to look good for you. That might not be the best thing to say. Mm-hmm. Now to be to to that point, I'm a person who I I enjoy natural women, but I also I also let women know that I see wear makeup. Let them know that they look great too. It's not do. about if you do if you look great or not without the makeup. It's just letting it's letting you it's me letting you know that I I accept you for that. Mm, I appreciate. But I don't want effort. I don't I don't want you to un, I don't want you to feel like you have to uphold that because you're not that red lipstick that that you put on today. Mm-hmm. You're not that weed that that closure that you put in your head today mm. i can accept you for that and that looks just damn good too mm, you look does. damn good with it, it but i want to make sure that you that you understand that i accept you and i and i appreciate you more on another on the other spectrum because i know that now i'm getting which you who you are mm. before you add all the enhancements mm-hmm. i'm not saying that adding the enhancements gets you disqualified i'm just saying that i identify that you're beautiful in both ways mm-hmm. But I, you know, I personally feel that you're, you know, you're, you're not, you know, those are just extensions of, of, of you, of the, the other person, of this other person. Mm-hmm. You're just enhancement. Yeah, the parts of your personality. Other person's personality, yeah. right? Because you might become another person when you throw that wig on or whatever. Yeah, of course they do. As soon as you take that the wig off ego. and put it on a shelf, on a, on a, on a, you know, what I'm saying, boom, you might, you might go from, from, like I said, from uh, uh, Beyonce to Bertha. You know, what I'm saying, you, you, you Beyonce with that closure. You take that joint off like a fitted cap. Now you Bertha at home. All right, cool. But you know, I like Bertha and I like Beyonce. Both. Bring them both. Both. But understand, you don't need to be Beyonce every day. Mm-mm. And that's what there's a lot. Of, like you said, to, you made that point of a lot of women. There's there's so much work into women having to uphold standard, that yeah. in a beauty standard. But that's because of everything that they're that's being thrown at them. Absolutely. That's it. But that and and a part of that is we have to take as black men. We also have to take the accountability for that too because we perpetuate that nonsense i agree a lot of times i agree you know and because if we didn't they wouldn't be doing it they really wouldn't do and then if they did do it they'd be doing it really for themselves you know you hear a lot of women oh i'm doing this for me Mm, to some extent you are i mean it do look good and you like the way you yeah you like the way it look but you really doing it because that's what we as you know just men in general have told you that we like Oh, when you heard that in that song too, exactly. We, we, you, you heard that. You heard that we like the yellow, yellow red bone, mm-hmm. thick red bones mm-hmm. with the long hair. With the long you, hair. You heard that we went to Lauren London's. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you heard a song about being a being a being thick as Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. You, so, so you're gonna you're gonna project that exactly. Now. You, you know gonna what I'm be like, oh, all right, well, that's what they like. I can do that. That's what they like. That's what I'm gonna give I, them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm put that shoe on. It don't fit real good, but I'm gonna put exactly. it on. We're gonna be out here just for the night and see what we can catch. Be kind with your. That's why I said, man. Just be kind with your words and know what you want. And that's the biggest thing. Just be kind to each other. You know, that's that's really what it. That's really what it comes down to. You know, and then you know, just this the the last piece that uh, I wanted to just throw in the kind. You know, just throw some salt on there. Is time is not the metric in which you want to judge your relationship by. Mm -mm. 
Not the time. It ain't, it ain't the time. Because time only measures duration. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the only reason that time is good for It's just duration. Quality is what you want to judge your relationship on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you being in, you know, some relationships in your time, mm-hmm. you know, uh, as a black man, and what do you think as far as how, how has judging something by time affected your relationships in 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 the years oh shit man it's it's been i mean you've known me for a while mm. you know i remember you've been around for that for that woman that i was with for umpteenth years yeah and it's like damn dog i've been with her for so long i ain't trying to just throw this away mm-hmm. oh it's, it's it's been two three four five years bro i ain't trying to throw this away mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like you've seen that personally which is great to be able to talk to you about it because you've seen me through my storms but it's affected me in a way where I feel like that's that's a metric that I've been trying to or I've I've been guilty of using as a reason to we think that have. I could be familiar with it. Mm-hmm. And I and then I I've realized that yeah, it was I was with you for two years, three years and and above. But those two and three years were hell. Mm-hmm. So I got no quality out of that. All I got was duration. Mm-hmm. And because the duration became familiar, I decided to be comfortable mm-hmm. and what i would what, what now what i realize talking to you now or not necessarily realizing now but understanding while i'm saying it is that it's normalizing understanding that the the quality means so much more because you can meet someone and be with someone for three four months yeah, and have gotten yeah. something that that took three four years for you to get from the other person Absolutely. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so having that history oh man we got history yeah history's cool but in that history, was there anything that you picked up that was worthwhile keeping? Mm, or was it a history of violence? Yeah, because either way, it's either the way it is, it's either going to be a, a, hist- a history lesson and it's going to be a history, history lesson learned or you're going to be in a situation where the history just continues to go. Because like I said, I mean, we want to obviously can we want to meet somebody who we want to obviously be with mm-hmm. from now till whenever. But is it going to be a situation where I stayed in this because it was history? Mm-hmm. And what does that history look like? That's affected me in so many of my relationships growing up, bro. So many of them. That's why I've only been in a few that were really, 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 like, big relationships. Right. All the rest of them were kind of like, you know, just in between stuff. Yeah, just little flings. Just little flings or whatever like that. Little, fl- I, little I, fling-a-ling. Little fling-a-ling. Yeah. You know what I mean? tell you what. One of, I mean, there's been at least one or two, th- about two flings that I had in my life that had so much quality to them. That, I mean... I've been in relationships for three years mm-hmm. and, and didn't get that. No, no. But these, those six months was oh, just, man, it, yeah. it was, and it wasn't so much like a honeymoon type thing. It was real legit quality, mm-hmm. you know? And then you, you know, the next, the next question is, well, why aren't you still with them? Because that's not what we really wanted. Right. But we were being two genuine people. We were being ourselves, mm-hmm. but we already understood what our boundaries were. And the, and and I brought up that that piece about the time and correlation with the relationships because it ties it really ties the rest of everything we just talked about it kind of ties it in completely because, though because it affects the, the black time, community a lot it does and the time piece is you know you talk about that ring mm-hmm. what do they judge that that ring based off time 
Time. Oh, we've been together. How many times? How many? How many Oof. relationships have you heard? How many? You know that you heard? Oh, well, we've been together five years. I don't understand where I. He's if he don't say if he don't propose to me in the next year, it's over. It's a wrap. Oh, you. I think you should know by now. It's been two years, don't you? Don't you think we should? I should be at least engaged. And you know how many times that has ruined relationship? It ruined one of mine. I'm like, man, we we the quality of the relationship is ass. That's I'm it. not marrying you. Absolutely not. I'm not even I'm not thinking about that. Nope, not gonna, not gonna fucking do I'm it. I'm not gonna keep arguing with you every day over dumb stuff. But better, but better yet, it, because society has drilled that in our brains, and we followed that. Where a lot of people follow that blueprint. Like I said, what I'm realizing now is that it really shouldn't even be marriage that you should be chasing, Mm-mm. because. It's like that, that can, because so many people, so many marriages have been destroyed, Mm -hmm. separated, disconnected, severed, whatever word you want to use, because there was not enough quality or understanding that the time didn't matter. Yeah. It did not matter. Oh, well, we were this way. We need to have this way. We need to have the baby. Then we need to do this. Why, who said it had to be done that way? Where's there a handbook that says mm. that this is supposed to be doing it? Mm-hmm. And this is religion aside. Of religion aside, there's not a handbook or, that gives you a blueprint of how you should do things outside of your religion. So when you do what you do, mm-hmm. what are you really following it for? Are you following it for yourself because that's what your soul desires? Or are you following it because that's what you want to believe? Because you can't say, and, and right to your point, you can't say. Well, like I said, and, and I know, I know, I have, I have people I know that say, "Hey, man, you know that this person said, look, I, I've been mm. with him this long. They looking to get a ring," and I'd be like, oh, "Okay, I mean," and then I, I think to myself, like you said, I mean, have you? Are you? Do you feel like you're at that point when you're gonna get a ring, or? And they say no, and it's like, okay, then don't get a ring. That's it. Like, don't be perpetuated to be forced to get to put some shit on somebody's fucking finger because they told you there's a time for that. Can't do it. Don't do that. Do that when you know for a fact. When that quality there. You know for a 100% fact you are absolutely ready. And when you're mm-hmm. ready, yo, by all means, drop the knee. Because by all I'm means. Gonna tell you, people drive for quality. People will oh, drive yeah. to an hour away to a business that's given quality. Absolutely. They don't care. The time does not matter when quality is as it should be Mm-mm. and that's what people need to judge everything in their lives off of is quality what is the quality that i am getting but also what am the quality that i am giving mm-hmm. because that also matters because it's a two-way street as you give you also receive that's it you see and when you just taking the quality and you not giving, as we talked about the capitalist, you know, the capitalist relationship, mm-hmm. then there's going to be a disconnect because the other person going to be like, all right, well, I ain't getting none, no quality in return. You know, I'm doing everything, but all I ask for is a massage. I can't even get a massage. I can't even get that. Oh, I don't know how to do it. I just called hell for because I wanted to be able to ride my ride my ATV. You know, I, I ride my ATV all the time, but I, I got I, I'm starting to catch hell for it now. Mm. But I, I was also told that I should be given a ring in about another year because I'd have been with this person for three years. Mm-mm. I I I just I'm glad you brought that up because it's like it it, it really it, you know it's also one of those reasons why I know for a fact that like man look yeah I'm not I need to I need to work on me and mm-hmm. I'm okay with admitting that I need to work we on me in every that. aspect. Mm-hmm. 
like I need to fix me. There's there's a lot about me and Brandon that needs to be improved right. before I decide to get on any knee. Mm-hmm. And I've done it before. I've given someone a ring to be engaged. I've done it before, and I did that out of what I thought mm-hmm. that looked like for me then. Mm. And I was twenty five, twenty four, twenty five doing that. I'm in my thirties now. It's like looking back at it. It was a great moment for me. I don't want to take that from the person that I did that with. Mm-hmm. But I knew I I wasn't ready. Looking at it now, I wasn't fucking ready for that. No. I should have been down to tie my shoe. Not to fucking put no <laughs> ring on her damn finger. No, no offense. It's just I could have been down to do a hell of a lot much other things than put a ring on somebody's finger because I wasn't ready. It's mm-hmm. not her fault. Mm-hmm. It was me. Mm-hmm. And, and which brings, the, you know, to the last point. Uh do you feel as though the majority of relationships end because of the man? You said majority, so I'm going to say. So on an average, across the board, on average, do you think that when two people separate, mm-hmm. do you think that's happening because the man does not know who he is and and is pre- pretty much giving mixed signals and not you know providing that trust factor that she can just you know hang her hat on and know without a shadow of doubt that things going to be okay regardless i'm gonna say yes i didn't want to say that i had to think until you fully explained it i will say yes i will say majority of why relationships or marriages don't work are definitely because of us and i'm sorry guys to feel like i'm throwing us under the bus but that is exactly i I do feel we're taking accountability taking accountability and i think that the reason why majority of it's messed up because of us is if you look on any type of and this again this is why it's so horrible to be able to do this if you look to social media right now Mm. you see three things you see the women that pretend to be happy and aren't. Mm-hmm. You see the women that are completely broken and use social media as their fucking journals mm-hmm. and diaries. Okay. Then you see the ones where they express what they want because they haven't been able to get it mm-hmm. or they had it. And then they, and then something went left mm-hmm. and it, nine times out of 10 was from being with a guy, the type of guy that they were with that did not deserve them in the first place. Mm-hmm. Or, did not fully know what type of relationship he was that he like he knew he might have thought what he wanted but he wasn't ready fully to be able to give commitment to that or give himself to that mm-hmm. maybe he wasn't even a hundred percent himself before he got into that and that's what i think it is because you you get an idea where there's so many more women that are hurt than there are guys mm. there are a lot of guys hurt don't get it wrong yeah, don't get I it was, twisted i was hurt for a while i was hurt for you know i can admit mm-hmm. that we just aren't as you know we don't project it as much as women that's why the term came the niggas ain't shit the crowd came yeah, around yeah, yeah. so i would say that had it not been for more for more guys just being upfront or being understanding of themselves and not falling into the idea of just wanting a woman or just having sex with a woman or mm. doing whatever or just being it, taking the cookie cutter men route that's it then there would be a lot more, there would be a lot less destroyed or damaged women i agree with that i feel like there would be a lot less i mean we would still have it because mm-hmm. I mean, an ideal, you know, you might get into something where both people are on a on a decent square, and then mm-hmm. it just don't work out. That mm-hmm. happens and too. Happens, and that's okay. But majority, since you said majority of it, is really that yo, we be on some bullshit, mm-hmm. and it's not 
our fault. It's just our fault for just trying to step in shoes that we weren't ready to put on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and just to piggyback off of that, I, I mean, I honestly think that it really is a case of a lot of fellas just don't know who they are. Nope. Because as you penetrate the world, you penetrate your woman. So if you flaky out in the world, you're going to be flaky with her. Mm-hmm. And one thing about women in the world, they're both feminine aspects. Mm-hmm. The world is a feminine principle. The woman is a feminine principle. Correct. The one thing that the feminine principle requires when she or it mingles with the masculine energy is trust. That's it. Period. All around the board. You're right. Is trust. So when you, fellas, when you out here moving and you give, and when she tells you, you giving her mixed signals. What she's telling you is she Nigga, does not I don't trust, trust you. Trust your ass. And if she don't trust you, Hang you that can shit you up. can <laughs> cancel Christmas. Like it's night night time. Cancel Christmas, cause she ain't gonna do. She not gonna be the same woman that you that at one point when she did trust you. She's not gonna be doing that. She not pulling out the laundry. She not doing none of that. You ain't getting no PS five. No none of that. No. It's Mm-mm. irrelevant to her. She does not care. You ain't get no PS5. You keep messing fucking up. You're going to get a PFA mm-hmm. against that ass. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. That's what, I mean, she going to trust you and you and you, gonna, and you acting up. That's what you're going to get. Like, you not doing what you was doing before. Mm-hmm. You not making sure she good. You you, no, no. you know, you late on your own bills. She like, babe, like, you got to pay bills. We trying to build this. We trying to get the house or whatever. Like, what you doing? Oh, babe, I got it. Don't worry about it. And then she get a letter, you get a letter in the mail. Oh, you ain't paid it. Or whatever. It could be something even smaller than that. Yeah. You done told her you was going to pick her up at seven. And the last three date nights, you've been late. So she pissed off. Babe, you want to go see that movie? No, I want to go see that movie. But you know good and well she want to see that movie because oh, yeah, she already know. told you she told she three to months that ago that that's one of her favorite actors. Mm-hmm. But now she's saying you don't. she don't want to see it. It's not that she don't want to see that movie. It's just that. She's telling you how she feels about the connection at the moment. She don't want to see it with you. Right. Because very she true. don't trust you. No, very true. You're right. That's why trust is definitely that golden foundation. You're right. And that's, a, you know, and that's how it is. So, you know, with that, ladies and gentlemen, this, this is was good, man. Brandon Hamilton. Hey, man. Check you. out his podcast. Thank you, brother, for having me. Thank you, man. And tell, let the people know what it what's it where you know what's it called and where they can get it from. Right now, you can get on Spotify. I'm waiting on the other platforms. It will be on all platforms, hopefully within another week. But on Spotify, if you have it, it's Off the Record Podcast. Off the Record. Um, and again, you know, I, I I thank you for having me, man. I'm I'm actually looking to have you on one of my episodes. For sure, because just let me know. This is, you know. We have these. You and I, we have these talks. Mm-hmm. You know, off the mic, we have these talks. And, you and know, so they, which is really, great. Yeah, really, what's happening is, is you all are getting an inside because these are regular conversations. We have this, when, yeah, we talk like this when me and Brandon get together. This is just normal, <laughs> you know, run of the mill, you know, time the, the conversations that we have. That's it. You know, so we literally just have a mic in front of us at this it. point. You know what I'm saying? So thank you so much um, for inviting me onto this breakfast bar, man. Be sure to. Make sure you guys show a lot of love to my guy, man. He's definitely one of somebody that I, that I appreciate, someone who's been genuine since the day I met him, man. And I, I definitely just thank you for the time and opportunity to 
be a part of your podcast as well, man. So for sure, uh, definitely for sure. gratefully appreciate that. So with that, family, stay dangerous, and we'll see you on the next Breakfast Bar. Peace. Peace. And you just heard the conversation with Brandon Hamilton. Now, as I said before we jumped into the conversation, uh, there was going to be some deep topics and some deep points pointed out from uh, Mr. Hamilton himself. And I'm still thinking about some of the topics that we discussed and they're probably going to be expanded on in a future podcast because those topics they just can't be left alone like that and i hope that he expands on a few of those topics himself on his podcast and i'll definitely tune into that i hope you all go and tune in and check him out show some love and you can find frankly speaking podcast now on a new streaming platform we are on soundcloud check we are on apple podcast check and now we are streaming live on spotify so if you have any of those platforms please go subscribe like leave a comment tell your family and friends to like leave a comment and if you want to reach the podcast email is frankly speaking podcast one at gmail.com <laughs>